everybody. What's going on, girl? Oh, you know, just sitting here with you and loving my life. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Did you like that? I fucking love that. I stared into your eyes while I did it. Her arm was lifted. (laughs) It was gorgeous. I feel very loved. You should. I do. Okay. Welcome to Teenage Dirtbags. Welcome, everybody. I'm Maddie. I'm Carly. So what's going on? What's your update? You got any updates? Well, I'm hoping to get a dog. That's true. That's a big update for both of us, technically. Yeah, you'll be living with it. I'll be living with it. Yeah. Um, So fingers crossed about that. Yeah. I also am working on a new Christmas movie that will be out this Christmas, 2019. Are you allowed to say anything about it? No. But I, that's all I can say. Okay, that's that's a lot of information. Yeah. That's what about good. you? What's going on, girl? Um, <clears throat> well, I went to the dentist today. My mouth right. is still a little bit sore. From that fluoride, hmm? From that fluoride and from the, like, really digging into my gums. But mm-hmm. um, no cavities, so I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have to report? Uh, that I don't really have much else. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say, right now I'm off. I, we're on a hiatus, a filming hiatus. So... Uh, for I don't think I've mentioned that yet. I don't think so. Really, because I've said I work in film and I said I work on suits, but we're on a hiatus at the moment. Which is so wicked for me because I get to wake up in the morning and then go hang out with Maddie and we all we do is we just talk about the podcast. We watch Grey's Anatomy. Sometimes she convinces me to work out. Yeah, it's great. It's actually really great. I mean, it's it's weird because I don't f- necessarily feel productive every day. Yeah. Um, which is hard for me, but yeah. That's okay. That's okay because we're thank Christ we have this going. So this makes me happy. So yeah. in the end, I'm very happy Great. with this hiatus. Thanks to you. Oh, I've just enjoyed your presence. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we watched Swim Fan. Yeah. Do you want us to tell your little Timbits? I would love to give my little Timbits <laughs> to everyone. It premiered September sixth, two thousand and two. It was rated PG thirteen. It was directed by John Polson. Written by Charles F. Bull and Philip Schneider, and it's starring Jesse Bradford, Erica Christensen, and Sherry Appleby. Would you like to read the logline? I would. Do you understand how much I would love to do that? Okay. The logline is: A high school senior with a promising swimming career has a one-night stand with serious consequences. So I, I'm going to do my normal thing that I always do, where I'm just going to go into the logline a little bit more detail, just really quickly for those okay. who have not seen it. So the general idea is Jesse Bradford plays a man named Ben mm-hmm. and Erica Christensen plays the new girl named Madison. Mm-hmm. So Jesse Brad, I'm oh, sorry. I'm going to go by their character names. Ben is the like star athlete at the school. He's a swimmer. He has a girlfriend named Amy. They are in love and so happy. Madison starts the school and she immediately, it, it's I guess a little unclear on whether she knew him of him before or not but anyway she comes to school she becomes infatuated with him to a unhealthy level mm-hmm. and starts stalking him and making inappropriate advances toward him yeah and then things get a little dangerous oh do they ever so that's that's basically the gist uh, have you seen this movie before i have i saw it when i was either 12 or 13 so um, when it, you saw it early on when it came out yeah um as you know, I was not very sheltered. My parents let me watch basically anything I wanted to. So, yeah, I saw all of these kind of creepy movies pretty early on in my life. This one's not only creepy, but it's pretty sexy. Very sexy, yeah. There's sex scenes. I mean, you don't see the P and the V or anything, but you... There is... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad. I'm just being obnoxious. There's one sex scene. It's pretty hot and heavy. Yeah. She says something pretty dirty to him. But you're you were twelve year old Carly, just yeah. Like I, I, yeah, I I was not phased very much by sex scenes, nor was I very phased by violence, which is kind of concerning. Maybe I'm a sociopath. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is the podcast episode, especially where we realize Carly's a psychopath. (laughs) Well, actually, we do get into some stuff that I relate to this stalker girl about. Oh. Excellent. But Can't we'll wait. we'll get there. All right. What's your relationship to this movie? Um, this movie I've definitely, definitely seen many times before. I can't pinpoint when it was. I'm sure I saw it early on, but I'm not sure. I would have been 13 when it came out. I'm not entirely sure I saw it then. Maybe, 
But anyway, I've for sure seen it since. I have the DVD. In fact, that's how we watched it today on the DVD. Yeah. Like 90-year-old women. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I have seen it within the past five years again. For the, I love rewatching movies to a, uh, to an unhealthy amount. I like watching rewatching movies. Yeah, till it just hits me right in the face until I can't stand it anymore. Right, and uh, this is getting close. This one's getting close to that point. I've seen this movie many times. Is where right. I'm going. So it's it's like, is it not that enjoyable for you when you've seen it so many times? Um, it still is, but I could tell like r- right now, if I were to watch it again in a short amount of time. Yeah. I would then you I'd be going downhill. Right. But I'm still at the good I'm still at a good point, but I can just tell it's getting right close. That's fair. Um but I do love this movie. I mean, I've seen it a million times like I've said. Um my first note is just that I always want to do shout-outs to Grey's Anatomy alumni mm-hmm. in any movie we watch. So this mm-hmm. in this movie, Ellis Grey uh plays Ben's mom. She does. She ser- In fact, we I mean, as I think we've mentioned, we're I'm watching Grey's Anatomy for the first time. Carly is re-watching it with me as we live together and it's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and Carly exclaimed. In fact, we both exclaimed when yes. she walked on screen. We yes. were very excited. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool. And there's some Parenthood people which made me very happy. Erica Christensen and Jason Ritter. Yeah. Which I just think is funny that he always plays the same character. He's always just the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, I'm okay with world. it though. I'm fine No, with I'm it. fine with it. It's just like, I think he's just playing himself in every role. Which makes me happy. You totally. know what? If you're the nicest guy, then you should just be the nicest guy. I've seen him in interviews, and truly, he seems like the nicest guy. I think he's just the nicest guy. Jason Ritter, the, the nicest, nicest guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> we have a problem. Um, yes, we do. My first note is about Erica Christensen's character name. Her character name is Madison. This. Yes. <laughs> uh, we might have smoked a huge bulb. <laughs> just kidding. We did not. Um just kidding we're not hi it's fine people are so judgmental get off our backs 420 bro 420 blazing (laughs) okay jesus christ (laughs) okay anyway her name is madison in the movie my name is madeline the story i want to tell really quick is uh every single time i go by maddie most often but on all my official documents says madeline but in high school it said maddie on all the tenants list blah 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 and often to this day people will say oh maddie what's it short for madison and I have to go, nope, it's for Madeline. And they go, oh, that's nice, great, whatever. Uh, but my story in particular is I had a teacher in grade 12 named Mrs. Diamond. And when we first started that semester or whatever, uh, as normal, I said, hi, I'm Maddie or whatever. She did the attendance. Oh, is that short for Madison? Mm-hmm. I said, no, it is short for Madeline. And she went, oh, well, I like Madison better. That's rude. <laughs> but I'm, you know what? I'm okay with it. And she... Called me Madison the entire year, uh, and I was fine with it. In fact, I, I mean, I do like the name Madison, so it's fine. But it was just funny because she just would make a point of saying my name every class to be like, Madison. And people would always correct her, and I always had to be like, no, no, she's decided this is her thing. But she was okay. I, she was a really good teacher. She's one of those ones who was, like, strict and fair and really good. And she was, like, kind of funny, but not in, uh, and she was intentionally funny, but it was like a dry humor. Right. So I was fine with it. But it's funny because like most teachers, like at the beginning of the school year, they'll be like, "Okay, I'm going to call out everyone's name and let me know how right. you would like your name to be said." Like if I want to be called Carr. Right. And but for her, she's like, "Nope, I've decided. I like Madison is, more." Yeah. It was hilarious, and she said that she said, "I like Madison better than Madeline," so no. I'm calling you that. I said, "I actually right. disagree." Do you remember when we were in New York? And we were walking through Central Park and I asked you, do you like that your name's Madeline and not Madison? I do remember you asking me that. What a pleasant moment. And you said, I like it. We've had a lot of pleasant moments together, I have to say. Yeah. I, I really like it. I was really happy for you that you liked your name. I Thank you. I think it sounds nice. I like it. Sometimes I call you Madison, but you don't seem to care. I don't. I really don't care. People call me, Kirsty calls me uh, Maggle. Oh, uh, I like that's that. That's a whole long story though, but. Like Bagel. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. And I really do like bagels, so it's great. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the point is that it, Madison, every single time I see the name Madison, whether it's in a movie or a TV show or on the street or whatever, mm-hmm. makes me think of Mrs. Diamond every single time. So, Mrs. Diamond, I hope you're doing well. How many people in your life have come up to you and said, oh, Madeline liked the books? Um, Countless. 400. 420. 420 blazes. 420 blazes. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, you just have like a book that has ticks of every time someone's asked. Oh you yeah. That. Well, I, it's actually my thing. I shouldn't really say this, but so when I was younger, Madeline, the Madeline books, which is the French little orphan girl who has red hair and she wears a yellow hat. Uh, it was, uh, my parents bought me all the dolls. They bought mm-hmm. me all the books, all the movies, blah, blah, blah. I loved it when the movie came out, when the live action movie came out in like whatever year. Mm-hmm. I was so excited. And now I kind of live that on because whenever my friends or someone I know has a baby, yeah, I get them the Madeline book as a Aww, baby gift. It's kind of like my little thing. Nice. Because, you know, Madeline. But anyway. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a nice So thing. I do know the Madeline and everyone fucking called me that when I was younger. And they'd go, what's your name? Madeline? And they'd sing the song and I was like, yeah, that's great. I love that. Thank you. I don't know much about Madeline. All I remember is that in the movie, Frances McDormand is the head nun. I don't I have literally not seen it since I was 12. Yeah, she is. That's uh, great. Yeah. Good for Frances. <laughs> um, She's really gone up since then. Okay. So let's talk about the scene where we meet madison let's talk about it first of all the first time we see her she's putting on some lip chat and i commented she look at how good she's doing that <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to someone who doesn't well, know the how reason to put I say on this it. and this is something i'm gonna fucking say every goddamn episode is i think every i mean i don't want to say every but more often than not i'm obsessed with the lead woman in these yeah. movies i think they're so amazing mm-hmm. and erica christensen is no different and i have such a huge crush on her i think she's absolutely amazing in everything she does mm-hmm. so the second we see her i don't even think we see her face like we just see no yeah the bottom half of her face we just see her lips yeah and she's and you know it's her because she's got a very distinctive face and everything yeah. um and i'm not fucking dumb but anyway so she's putting lip chap on or whatever it is lip yeah. balm and i was just like she's perfect i love her so much so th- she she comes down the hallway and immediately seductive but anyway she's very seductive mm-hmm. and she can't open her in her locker <laughs> so she asks ben who happens to be in the hallway it's just by like, himself by the way yeah, they're the only two people in the hallway which is so weird but she's like i can't open my locker can you help me excuse me sir Sir. Which is, like, confusing to me because why wouldn't you just go ask, like, someone in the office? Why are you asking a student to open your locker? I would do the exact same thing. However, and this is something I quickly mentioned right when I was saying the log line and the description of the movie. I'm, I'm now I'm a little doubtful of myself, but I think, spoiler alert, she knows. I think she comes to that school because of him. I didn't know that. Because she's got a whole box of everything he's ever done. But I thought that was since meeting him. Anyway, But I then again... That's that's a pro- lot of stuff. That's a have. lot of stuff to have in eight days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. So basically, I think, and this gets to the end of the movie, but whatever. We'll we'll obviously get more into detail later. But I think that she came to this school with hi- the knowledge of him already, and she that's was she went there to seduce him. Okay. Well, we need to get into the psychology of that in a okay. moment. Yes. So she asks him to help with the locker, uh, kick it in, blah blah blah. He goes, "I can open the locker." If you have a bobby pin. She pulls out this hideous thing from her hair. Which I disagree with you. I would have worn that shit in high school, junior high school, elementary school, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. It's, so it's a little bobby pin uh, that's got a music note on it, which is a backstory of her music obsession. Because yes, she, she plays, plays the cello. And she's very um, talented musically. And she talks later about how she gets elevated by music. And she's like obsessed with it and stuff. So, of course, mm-hmm. she's got a bobby pin with a music note on it which is such a perfect hair accessory for 2002 as far as i'm concerned i realize you don't like it now but in high school or junior high that would have been my motherfucking jam if if it existed at the time i would have had a hair clip with a camera on it (laughs) Uh, are you kidding (laughs) you don't think i would have for sure if i had access to that oh sorry i thought you meant like a functioning camera <laughs> that you're just like videotaping like the top the perspective of the top of your head <laughs> oh my god no i just meant like a god to- you think her music notes are real you think it plays music <laughs> jesus i meant the, you like would a- buy that though you would buy a, like a bread oh, that has like fuck yeah. a gopro on it fuck yeah are you kidding <laughs> i probably have that now anyway uh but you didn't have shit like that, eh? For your hair? I mean, I wore brats and all that stuff for, like, my younger days. But when I was in oh, high school... Oh, man. This is so perfect. I wasn't wearing these, like, hideous, flowery... Early, are you kidding me? Early millennium, look at a Seventeen magazine. And right. every single person there has butterfly clips and goddamn berets with... 
little pixies on them and stuff. <laughs> but I just like that she has this one yeah, little that's true. clip that's holding her. Like her hair is thick. Yeah. That is a mop on her head. Yeah, she's got quite a mop. Also, conveniently, like she, he could have said, I just need a knife. And she would have been like, here's a knife. Like it, conveniently, the one thing he needed, she has one of. So he uses it. He unlocks her locker. And then he's like handing it back to her. And then she says, keep, keep it. it. For the next time. She goes, uh, you never know if I need another saving or something like that or sa- whatever the fuck she says. And she is. So right away. He does a little Jesse Bradford smirk. I'm sorry. I just burped into the mic real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he does a little Jesse Bradford smirk. And but we have also at this point already been told that he has a girlfriend. It has been pointed out that he has a girlfriend at this yeah. point. So it's interesting to see his little smirk. But anyway, he's a high school boy. So shocking. It's just so weird to tell someone to keep this bobby pin like what's he gonna do with it which clearly means the world to her because she's like yeah anyway whatever point is she was right away we understand that she's creepy oh yeah that's established damn damn files so then we go see ben at his job his part-time high school job which is him giving old people medication in a hospital which is but his mom works there that's why yeah but you need like serious education to be able to give someone medication (laughs) He's That's just very, a 17-year-old boy giving people, like, their heart medication and everything. However, I have to argue this really quick. I agree with you. Yeah. I just had a flashback to an episode of Saved by the Bell where they do the same thing. And if anything, Saved by the Bell is the most realistic and perfect thing in the world. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, That's just helping my point. Right, okay, fine. But, yeah, you're right. That is really fucking weird. I have a, a note about his job, too. Okay. So he's giving the medicine to these people, as you said. And there's this one dude, this one patient that's, like, clearly this snarky old man that he has, like, a some sort of relationship, friendship yeah. with, right? So he comes in, and the guy, he's giving the guy his medicine. He's, like, 100 years old or whatever. And the guy's like, tell me a, tell me something good. Tell me what's going on. And uh, Ben says, oh, so... He's a swimmer, right? He's trying to get into college to be a swimmer. Yeah. And so he says, oh, the, well, the scouts are coming next week. And this old man goes, is it the Girl Scouts? And like, does this like pervy laugh. Yeah. And at the time, like when I first, the first few times I saw this, I was like, ha ha, what a little perv. And then I was like, oh my God, Girl Scouts are eight. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and he's like, tell me it's the Girl Scout. Blah, 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 blah. I and like, I suddenly was like, oh my God, this man is a pedophile. I know. It's funny that in movies, old pervy men are seen as like endearing. Like, oh, you, Grandpa Joe. Yeah. <laughs> but like, no, you're being an actual pervert. And then Ben give, hands him a stack of nudie cards. Like playing, oh, yeah, yeah, playing yeah. cards where right. they have nude girls on them. Mm-hmm. She's like, got these for you. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he starts like looking at the cards. I'm like, this man is disgusting. And this... Uh, Ben is just enabling his habits. I know. Though, I mean, he's an old man. How could you not? <laughs> At one point, he's just like, give me some Viagra. Does he say that? I yeah. Notice that. Like, oh, Christ who, who is that for? You're like bedridden. <laughs> 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 okay, so uh, Amy is his girlfriend. Amy and Ben. Yeah. Our girlfriend and boyfriend. They're the dream team couple at this school. And uh, I think it's interesting because this happens in every movie ever. Uh or TV show or anything where there's people who are seniors in high school and they're planning and they're in a relationship and they're planning to go to school. I don't know if this happens in real life. I'm sure I'm just stupid and oblivious to this, but the fact that they, so they have, they're having this conversation. She's like, I will not go to Princeton or whatever it is. I forget what she says. Yeah. Something big. And she's like, and I'll go, I'll go to Berkeley. Oh, yeah, it was Stanford and Berkeley. Yeah. So she's like, I don't remember which one was which, but she's like, I'm not, I won't go to Stanford so I can go to Berkeley with you and we can He's live together. He's going to Stanford. Oh, Christ. I fucked it up. But anyway, she's saying that she will not go to the school she wants to go to, so she'll go to the one that he is going to yeah. so they can live together. I'm sure people did this, I guess, in real life. If I had a daughter who was going to school mm-hmm. and they were going to go to university next year and they were like, Mom, I don't want to go to Queens. I want to go to this community college because my boyfriend Ben's going. I'd be like, bitch, okay. no. Well, first of all, Berkeley is a really good school. Okay, whatever. So clearly this girl has options. So whether you're going to Yale, Harvard, or freaking Berkeley, she's fine. She's going to do fine. She's not going to a community community college <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with community college but nothing's wrong with community <laughs> college but <laughs> but what i'm saying is we're having an issue tonight i know um yeah i don't think it's a big deal at all because 
if she's going to his school to be with him, I'd be like, okay, chill out. You're 18. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to happen with your relationship. But mm-hmm. the fact that they're going to be going to two different schools. Not to mention he cheats on her right away. Spoiler alert. But anyway. Anyways, <laughs> I don't think that's that crazy that she's like, yeah, I want to be closer to you. No, it's not that I don't think that it's crazy. It's just that it's that it happens in every high school movie. I see. Or in every high school show where there's or show where there's a high school student. Yeah. Or it's not so much this one in particular because you're right. She does have the option between Berkeley and Stanford. Fine. Yeah. But... Um, it's more of in general, like how that, I, I'm not stupid. I understand that people want to be with each other and stuff, but it just blows my mind that it's so, like, I guess this one's not a very good example because they're two both, they're both very good schools, but um, in scenarios where it's not that case, yeah. where they go to college. <laughs> uh, anyway, blah, blah, blah. I think Boring. the funniest part of these teen movies is that the characters are always getting into every single elite mm. school there it is. It really is. Hap- every single movie we've watched, they're like, Dad, I can't decide between Yale and Harvard. <laughs> and he's like, doesn't matter because you're going to work at my auto shop at yeah. the end anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ almighty. You're so right. Yeah. So then, it's just okay. insane. I don't know anyone in my school who went to Ivy League. So then we go to Ben um, almost... He sees a girl on the sidewalk that looks exactly like Madison and he's looking at her and then he realizes it's not her, but he's well, driving. He's driving. Yeah. he's driving in his truck at this point. So he's doing a double take of this girl on the sidewalk, realizes it's not Madison. And then what do you know? She almost hits Erica Christensen who plays Madison. She hops in his truck and drops. <laughs> Why are you looking at I'm so sorry. I'm that? staring at Carly because... I'm I watching her speak. try to get through the sentence. It's hilarious. <laughs> I know, it's making me uncomfortable. So then she gets in his truck and he drops her off at home where she lives in this insane mansion house with her cousin, who's a real scary man. And right. we don't under we don't really know why she's not living with her parents. No, I think they mention it. I think they do. I they say though. they're in Europe, but what does that even mean? Anyway, I mean so gener- basically she moved from fuck tuck where <laughs> and move to this place and she's staying with her cousin and, and aunt and uncle or whatever the fuck in this big giant mansion yeah it's weird and also as a side note i just realized she traveled with her cello which is a weird thing to travel with but anyway <laughs> i have been weird <laughs> okay it's a fucking expensive thing to travel with but well, okay yeah but you're not gonna leave it behind i have a note about hair her hair just <laughs> yeah okay <And> her hair <laughs> Her hair, but hair in general too, kind of. Okay. So her hair, this is 2002. Her hair is gorgeous, but curly. Yeah. Blonde locks. Blonde, curly, curly, curly locks. Wavy and gorgeous, and I'm so angry about it. But in high school, this would not have been all the rage. I don't know about in Peterborough, but in Toronto, specifically my school, it was not really... Uh, a thing to have curly hair. People didn't want curly hair. I disagreed with this. I wish I had curly hair. Anyway, we always straightened our hair. Yeah, of course. But this was before straightening irons. I'm sure those existed. I'm sure like hair people had straightening irons and curling irons and stuff. But we did not. It was not a common occurrence in a household to have that. So we had to iron our hair like with a fucking iron. Yeah. Do you remember doing that? I didn't do it, but yeah. So I just remember I have a clear image because we also all had bangs right yeah so <laughs> we had, you, you had to literally i've never ironed a thing in my life yeah i never i've never ironed a piece of clothing in my life with which michael my boyfriend likes to remind me of constantly because he works in a real office where he has to iron shit but anyway yeah. i've never ironed stuff in my life and i had to set up the ironing board i like would put a day's work into it put it putting together the ironing board getting the iron ready and ironing my fucking hair with a an iron that's so bad like you'd sit You'd be on your knees, like with your head against the ironing table. I'm sure somewhere I have a picture of this. I'd love to find it. And you're you're laying your hair flat, and often you'd get a friend to help or something. But sometimes you're by yourself. Yeah. So you're just gonna iron your head <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> so we had, and I remember specifically, so many girls would have giant burns across their fucking foreheads because we would try to iron our really? bangs. Yes. We would, you try to iron your bangs and of course your bangs are like what, four inches, three inches. Yeah. And you've, you've got your head against the ironing oh board and you're my. ironing your face, literally your, <laughs> her face. Anyway, just seeing her gorgeous curly hair like triggered me because there are so many girls in my school who had gorgeous curly hair and they probably don't anymore because we fucking yeah. burned it straight. Anyway, 
it was just so funny. That's literally my note. That is insanity. I never did that. I only used a hair straightener, but I didn't get a hair straightener till like grade 11. So like in grade 9 and 10, I just put my hair up in a freaking ponytail like it is right now and like look well, like Well, that's a what I mean. Like we, we didn't have, I mean, I must have gotten a hair straightener and like maybe grade 12. Anyway, it just was, it just was, uh, <laughs> it was just funny. That's all. Okay. So then what do we got? Now she officially likes him. It takes two seconds for her to like him. He knows he loves his girlfriend, but he's, he is definitely, like, I mean, attracted she has to a, her. Yeah, she has a certain charm, a certain seduction She's quality. very... And he's tripping up his words a lot around yeah. her. And I have a quick... Uh, no, I'm sorry. I have another quick story because this literally happened to me today. As he's dropping her off at home, he's like... She's like, oh, you're so handy. Like, thank you for doing the locker and saving me and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm really handy all over the place or something, which is clearly and as soon as she gets out and, and he's like, oh, my God, what a fucking idiot. Why did I say that? Yeah. And which is clearly an accidentally sexual thing that he didn't mean to say. Mm-hmm. And this happened to me today. What'd you say? I just have to say. So I was at the dentist, as I mentioned. Uh-oh. And I had to get my x-rays done. And they put that like big, heavy kind of blanket on you. Yeah. To do x-rays. I don't know what the fucking word is. But anyway, yeah. so the, the, hy- the hygienist was someone i hadn't met before and uh she's so sweet she was really really funny and she's like making little comments as she's doing things and she puts on she goes oh sorry i hope it's not choking you and i went that's okay i'm used to it and then i was like i mean uh not you know like uh and like i just i didn't mean it like that i just meant like i'm fine with uncomfortable straight like it's fine and i just fucking wanted to kick myself in the face and so literally when he said that's in the movie i was like oh look at that i have a fucking story about that too you're used to being choked which that's not accurate that's not accurate i didn't mean that i wouldn't know anyway we can continue now so he drops her off at home blah 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 he's clearly got this weird is this the part where when if when did they go to the diner together so she forgets her notebook in his truck <sighs> right uh yeah so she, he right so she forgets her little music notebook in his car he calls her or something to be like he no he just shows up at her house and then her cousin answers the door and is like, oh, I'll take that to her. And then she appears on the balcony like a creeper. And she's oh, like, yeah. Christopher, Christopher, why didn't you tell me I had a guest? Oh, that's right. Oh, fuck. She- <laughs> and then she walks out of the front door and stands that's right. with her back against Ben and is like, oh, I just want to disappear sometimes. It's like, it's a very, um, she's in the foreground of the shot. Yeah. And it's very, it's, it, it's, it looks nice. It's a nice shot. And I didn't even really you know, I was like, okay, cool, nice shot, whatever. And Carly's like, why would she stand like that? And I went, oh, yeah, I didn't even fucking realize it. That's so weird to stand like that. But she says something like, very I just want to get out of my house. Like, I'm very hungry. Oh, we should also really quickly note that her cousin is the loser at school. Yes. He's like this this creepy dude who is picked on. Like a lawyer. I was going to say a lawyer, a bo- but I meant to say a loner. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like a lawyer you yeah. know those losers so um so anyway they go to a diner which i think is extremely inappropriate if you have a girlfriend why are you taking out this new beautiful girl who you're clearly attracted to but out anyway to dinner and she is fucking ball z balls to the walls she is she's like literally like i want you yeah. like to his face and he's like i have a girlfriend she's like that's fine yeah like she's like i have a boyfriend i have a boyfriend back home in new york or whatever he's gonna play for the mets which will come back well that'll circle around to that later yeah um and she's like but that's okay we agreed to see other people and he's like okay well i'm not into that right he's like i love my girlfriend and she's just like mm-hmm. but lo and behold she convinces him to take her to the pool at school which is insane but whatever so inappropriate he's he so she he's like She's like, I'm not ready for this night to end. So he goes, okay, let's go to the fucking pool at school and watch me swim. No, no, no. What is it? She goes, he goes, I should take you home. Which, by the way, their food just got put down on their table. <laughs> and then he's like, I think I should take you home. Right. Let the girl finish her meal. Well, to be fair, I mean, he's making the right decision. But anyway. Yeah, she's work, coming on to him hard. Like, and then, literally, she might as well have been naked. But anyway. Yeah. And then he goes, I think I should take you home. And she says, I'm not ready for this night to be over. And then he says, well, what do you have in mind? Cut to the pool. Right. She's watching him swim. So she's clearly like, I want to watch you swim. Which is the weirdest thing on the planet. Which I don't know about you, but do you find it as satisfying as I do to watch him swim? 
I do like watching people swim. I think it's really cool. Yeah. People who are good at swimming. Yeah. I could watch that for a long time. I know. It's really fun. But I wouldn't. I mean, I also wouldn't have had the balls in high school. In fact, I do not have the balls now. But I just can't imagine being like, I want to watch you swim. Well, I would say that. Once again, I relate to the stalker girl. Yep. Shocking. I like watching people pursuing their passion. Yeah, but she's not saying it for that. She's saying it because I'm going to get naked into the pool with right. you. So then and I'm going <laughs> to seduce you. So She disappears suddenly. And yeah, he like, like oh, lifts his go? head a- yeah. above water and she's now in the pool in her undies. Bra and undies. Yeah, her meundies. Sponsor yeah. us. Meundies. <laughs> and... He's like, whoa, what are you doing, girl? And she's like, I can't swim. Would you teach me? Right. So Reality High stole this scene. Yeah. Hashtag Reality High, you mean. Hashtag Go on. Reality Throwback High. Throwback to episode four or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was episode five, in fact. But anyway. So she, like, swims up against him. She starts, like, kissing him and stuff. And he's like, no, stop. And she's like, you want it or whatever. Anyway, they have sex in the pool. Yes. It's and very, it's very pretty explicit for a PG thirteen movie for sure. And and she's like, you know, she's convincing him that it's no one's gonna know. It's just a yeah, whatever. She is an open relationship. He should be in an open relationship. Everyone's in high school. Doop doop doop. Uh, and then while they're yeah. doing it, she goes, "Tell me you love me." And he's like, "What?" And she's like, "Just say it. I don't care if you don't mean it." And he's like, "I love you." Right. And we we watched this with Mike, actually. We didn't even mention that. Mike was in the room with us while we watched it. Yeah. And he was like, you can't have sex in the pool. Like, he was very adamant. He really wanted us to know the logistics. Yeah, he was like, you'll get some virus in your ovaries yeah, or Yeah, like, he went in medical... Mike. Medical Mike came out. And he was, like, telling us all the do's and don'ts of having sex in a pool or in water yeah. or whatever. So yeah. it was a very educational moment, too, for us. Well, I knew that you shouldn't have sex in a pool or a hot tub. Right. But, I mean, Michael really went into... He, like, basically stopped the movie to tell us this. Yeah. I also never pee in lakes or oceans or anything because of a story. Because leeches go up your no. or whatever? Leeches. I don't oh, know about that. that. Okay. That's supposed to be... That's with guys. Well, I watched a show once where uh, some type of water bug <gasps> swam up a man's mm-hmm. urethra. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because they swim up the pee... Well, they're peeing because yeah. it's like open. So none of oh that, God, people... throw the fuck up. Yeah, I know. Did you ever pee in pools? I'm sure I have. Did Because did you guys ever have the rumor? I'm sure everyone in the world had this rumor where if you pee in a pool, in a certain pool, they might have the like... Yeah. Um... What's it called? Like, like the, the blue ink or whatever. Yeah, it would turn a color. Right. And it was, I don't know if that's actually thing that exists, but I remember it being, I remember being t- fucking terrified of it. I'm not very, I'm not very comfortable peeing in a foreign setting. Like people are like, <laughs> when we go camping, people are like, let's just go pee in the bushes. And I'm like, I just find it so difficult. Like <laughs> I don't know how to squat. I actually have to just fully take off my, all my clothes. <laughs> Your shirt. <and laughs> Because I just, I don't get it. I don't get how people squat. Because I would just taking your hairpins out and everything. <laughs> I would just be all over my shorts or whatever. So I had to like fully just take them off. <laughs> oh Christ! Anyway, this has taken a turn I'm for the worst. Not skilled in that area. That's but okay, fair. so they have sex. Right. Then he drops her off, and he's like, he feels awkward. He feels bad, and she's like, "Don't worry, I won't tell anyone." Whatever. She gets out of the car. You think like she's normal. And that he just made a really bad mistake, but things are about to get a lot worse. Yeah. So they, someone's having a party. I guess Amy's having a party and he goes, her, his girlfriend's having a party. He goes and she's like, meet my friend, Erica Christensen. What's her name? Madison. And they act like they've never met. And she's try- and so they were like, oh, whatever. The girlfriend goes away and she's like, when can I see her and like she's yeah she wants it she's like ready for this open relationship and yeah. he's really at this point from this point onward after having sex with her he's out of, he does not want to have anything to do with her and yeah. it i mean we don't need to go into the i mean unless you have notes and stuff but we don't have to go into too much details but basically she's at this party she's now befriended his girlfriend mm-hmm. she's at his house talking mm-hmm. to his mom bringing his mom flowers and she's yeah. like oh honey when he gets home she's like oh honey your friend madison's here and he's like that's not my friend. Yeah. She's fucking stalking me. And now yeah. she's getting a little creepy. She's getting a little bit creepy. Yeah. And then he says to her, well, what we did was a mistake. And there's this like sound effect that's like, ear, ear. and then mm-hmm. it like closes up on her and her eyes are like all wide. And she like looks like she's going to have a oh. freaking meltdown. We didn't even talk really quickly because the, the day after they have sex or I'm sorry, maybe it's the day after the party. 
Anyway, someday after something. Yes. Well, we're missing one key point is that she takes his keys after he oh. tells her that it was a mistake. And she duplicates his keys Correct. to his truck. Yes. But I was going to even say before that. Yeah. Is when, um, just to establish the the name of the movie. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, he goes on to... I don't really know how it works at a school, but anyway, she ha- he's on the computer in the library or some shit, and uh, he's on... Basically the, MSN. Basically MSN, some sort of instant messaging system, and where you can make your own... It's like a chat room, and you make your own nickname, and her nickname is SwimFan85. That ma- that scene was one of my favorites, even though it was like five seconds, just because it really brought me back, and I miss MSN, if we've talked about it a thousand times. You also made a good point. You made a good catch that the coach in this movie is... He's the dad from Clueless. He's Cher Horowitz's dad, Mel Horowitz. Yeah. Yeah. Which was I, was really, I was really impressed, because I was like, how do we know that guy? And you're yeah. like, I recognize him too. And then you just thought about it for four seconds, and you're like... Cher's dad. Yeah. Clueless. <laughs> I was actually, I'm really not good at that normally. Um, so I was very proud of myself, I have to say. Yeah, that was good. I was pretty excited. Uh, right. So she steals his keys and she duplicates them, which we don't know yet, but we oh, find out later. But then there's the part at the party. I just wanted to bring this up because oh, okay. it's so awkward when um, he's like, he's basically like, leave me alone. Like I have a girlfriend. Right. What we did was a mistake and I regret it basically. And then Amy, his girlfriend, is about to go get a video oh christ with right. the she's gonna go use his truck to get a video from the video store and then um madison is like oh can i have my panties back they're in your car and then you cut to the truck and there's these pink panties shoved in the seat the passenger the seat. seat or whatever and he like runs and like literally amy is about to unlock the door and he like runs and she's like he's like yeah i gotta do it i'll do it and yeah it's just she's real desperado which yeah. is great i mean she's a great character let's be serious never trust a girl who uses the word panties oh. to describe her undies her meundies sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> she has a very round head she really does. She looks like a porcelain doll. She looks like a porcelain doll. And her lips slash mouth look like a porcelain doll. Her nose looks like a porcelain doll. Everything about her, I could make into a porcelain doll. And the way she dresses in this movie is so conservative, mm-hmm. which is really kind of great because she's such a sexual person. And mm-hmm. then the way she dresses is like, she doesn't want anyone to see like an inch of her skin. It's weird. Did your school have a swim team? No. Oh, we had a swim team. Were they good? Well, we had this guy named Marius who he um, he transferred from South Africa Ooh. in grade, I want to say grade nine. I hope he listens to this because it's creepy that I remember all these details. But anyway, he transferred. I just remember this so clearly because he transferred in grade nine to our school. And it was a big deal because he had a very strong accent. We didn't have anyone from school who had any sort of accent. Okay. So everyone was obsessed with him. But anyway, he was a really, really good swimmer. I never went to any of the meets or anything. But I remember sometimes we would go into the pool and like watch people. Yeah. But it didn't last very long. It wasn't that exciting, to be honest. Because it's very crap. In those kind of scenarios. Yeah. It's very like screaming and splashing and smells gross. And yeah. And you're not really, you can't really, there's too many things happening at once. So you can't really pay attention. And everyone's. Yeah. So it's not as fun as it looked in the movie, but anyway, we did have a swim team. She then sends him 84 attachments. 81. 81, sorry. 81 emails. 81 emails, which are nudes of her. Mm-hmm. With her little 2002 camera. Oh, And she's amazing. taking pictures in the bathroom mirror. And it's her. like the original selfie. Yeah. And so it's getting it's getting a little intense here. Yeah, she gets she gets a little... She's not taking no for an answer. No. And Ben is getting a little cranky. He's starting not to yeah. swim as good. He's being kind of mean to Amy. He even at work with the pervert old man. The old man's like, hey there, kid. Tell me about your girlfriend. What are her boobs like? Yeah. And he's like, I don't have time. Like he just is yeah. getting clearly distracted. He's His whole world is now revolving around trying to figure out how to get out of this situation that he is now yeah. embedded in. So he gives the old man the medication and lo and behold. So this part made me kind of laugh because so he gives the old man medication mm-hmm. and then immediately afterwards a huge within, like seconds alarm goes off within seconds of him taking the medication this red light is flashing there's a big noise in the hallway all the doctors and staff at the hospital are running towards this room i also don't remember in any hospital at least in any of the 
uh, medical dramas that I've watched that someone something happens to someone and alarms go off in the fucking that would hospital. be that would happen every two seconds in yeah. the hospital <laughs> like as if a fire is happening yeah they're like code red code red they're all they're like every everyone's doctor running is running yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> this old man's just like ah this is the wrong medication and he's fine and he's fine in the end but whatever so then they're code like, red <laughs> they're like you're fired because the medication was not correct that is not ben's fault yeah whoever is in charge of putting the medication into the little cups yeah they should be getting fired not mm-hmm. ben even though we know secretly it's probably madison although i have i don't understand how at the end he goes into her room and she's got a a doctor's cloak or whatever they're called what are they called doctor yeah like a coat a, doctor's a lab coat, coat you yeah know. lab coat uh and it's got like a you know a little name tag that says medical whatever so clearly it implies she had snuck she had something to do with it so we find right. that out later which is fine i don't know how she would have gotten that coat but she it doesn't it. matter the point is i don't know in what scenario she had time to sneak in change the medication even though he was pushing the cart the whole time yeah it doesn't really make any sense it's also a little bit of a silly she because there's a lot of things that she does to start framing him for things and that's just one that was a little unnecessary well because i was thinking okay say i had a stalker and i worked at a hospital where i gave medication out if one of the patients got really sick because the medication was wrong my first thought isn't oh it's because my stalker switched them up it would be, oh, the person that I got the medication from messed up. Right. But instead, Ben, mm-hmm. he runs into the school where she's playing cello. He throws her cello down in the middle of her playing and starts choking her. Yeah. And it's, it's been a like, little... I know what you did. That is quite the assumption. Yes. That's true. <laughs> he does go from zero to 100 real fucking quick. Like, it probably was her, but I'm just saying. It, well, it was her. But I'm just saying. Yeah. He, that's a really big jump yeah. for him to make. Yeah. To start choking her and being like, I know that you switched the medication. <laughs> and it's not even like a, he goes up to her and he's like, I know you did this. He goes up and like literally assaults her. He literally starts <laughs> anyway. choking her. And she's like. <laughs> but there's a couple things that happen of that nature. So she starts she starts dating his best friend, the other swimmer guy. Josh, who I'm pretty sure is from A Walk to Remember. So she starts dating him. And at the swim meet. So it's finally the meet like with the scouts. And he's going to maybe go to, you know, Stanford or wherever the hell it is. And, um. As soon as he's about to dive in the pool, like he's literally fucking yeah. at the ready and they come and they tap him on the shoulder and they're like, your drug test came back positive or whatever it is that he was, he had steroids in the system. And we never find out how she did that. We don't know how, but he accuses his friend on the swim team and he's like, you fucking helped her because now they're dating. Right. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And the next thing we know, the friend is dead. They're in the car, they're making out and... Madison says, "Oh God, you're oh, right." Oh, Ben. Yeah. Th- as they're making out, she says Ben's name, and then Josh is like, "What? You just said Ben?" And he's like, "You're." He was right. Like you're a crazy fucking psychotic stalker. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Then he's dead, in the pool. Yeah. But it's made to seem that Ben did it, because Ben's the one who finds him, which is insane. Yeah. Because Ben's swimming in the pool, normal, and then swims into his bo- friend's body. But it's yeah, like, why didn't butt. you? <laughs> to his butt. Why didn't you notice that when you jumped into the pool? Yeah, but there anyway, would be blood all over. There'd be the place. blood. There's also a body. Yeah. <laughs> in the pool. Also, anyway. Mike made a really good point. Like, what is this place? There's no lifeguard. Do they just have keys to a community it's pool? It's very true. No, I think it's their school pool. They just have keys to the school. Yeah, it is weird. Mike. Mike was very again adamant about this because these are things he knows because he played water polo. Remember? So yeah. he was like, there has to be a lifeguard on all on all times. Even in the Olympics, blah, blah, blah. He's like, any pool has to have a lifeguard all times. And there would at least be a video camera. There'd be a lot of things that they don't have. But you're yeah. right. How would they get in and out? They don't have keys. Assuming they don't have keys, maybe they do, which is a really weird thing for students to have. But anyway. And then the girl, Amy, finds out, which this also bothers me. They do like a music montage and it shows Amy finding out about him sleeping with Madison. Right. We have no idea how she finds out. Because he doesn't tell her because he walks up to her and she's crying. Yeah. I mean, I bet you it's like Madison put one of her nudes in his locker or something. Like, there's a lot of things she could have done. But you're right. They don't actually say how she found out. But she finds out yeah. and she, they obviously break up. There's a lot of unanswered questions in this movie. There are. Yeah. But the important ones are answered, I guess. Well. So then Ben goes to her house to try to investigate and see what the hell is wrong yes. with this crazy bitch. And the cousin is there. Yeah. He starts kind of helping him a little bit. Yeah. So they kind of become on the same side. Meanwhile, 
what's her name again? Madison dresses up as Ben. And by that, I mean, puts on like his swimming hat or whatever the fuck it is. Like, <laughs> like a, a cat. No, <laughs> no, like I'm saying like a hat that's like clearly his, like a baseball oh, hat. Oh, I see. And like his letterman jacket for <laughs> swimming or whatever swimming the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and she now has his car keys, right? Because remember, call back, she copies them. Yeah. So she then runs over his girlfriend. <laughs> Okay, it's such an extreme thing. Wait, I have something to say oh, about okay. when he breaks into the house, he finds a box full of his things, like his goggles and pictures no, of No, he him. doesn't break up, break in. The cousin comes to like help him. Well, he comes through the window. He climbs up oh, and goes right. through the window. That's oh, breaking Christ. in. Oh, Christ. What am I even doing? Oh, she's downstairs playing. I fucked she, it all up. So, I've really <laughs> fucked this up. He crawls in through the window while she's downstairs playing cello for eight old ladies, <laughs> which I'm confused by that. Yeah, it's a little weird. Well, who is that? Is that her church group? Like, yeah, I don't understand who she's playing for in her know. own house. It's really strange. <laughs> and she's also facing away from them. I don't know if you noticed. I'm pretty sure. It's really weird. Why is she always facing away from people? <laughs> it's really fucking weird. So the cousin catches Ben upstairs looking through the stuff. And you're right. I have something to say about this. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. He so, finds the box. Yeah, so I remember during this part, I was like, that's what I would do. Yeah. So he finds this shoebox under her bed of like every clipping, every newspaper clipping about him. Yeah. A pair of his swimming goggles, which is insane. Yeah. Um, swimming like cap. every his swimming cap, his toenails, like literally everything. <laughs> everything are in his box. And Carly immediately is like, that's something I would do. Well, here's the truth. In grade 10, I had a boyfriend for three months, which mm-hmm. I've mentioned a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I had a box just like the ones we have our movies in. Yeah. And it was called the Jamie box. And his name was Jamie. Also, I'm not entirely sure his name was Jamie or James. I'm obsessed that you don't know. I didn't even know at the time. Oh my God. I I was unsure. So I switched it up. I'd be like, Jamie. And then other times I'd be like, James. He never corrected me. So I never knew. Jamie slash James, please let us know what your name is. I have no, I I don't have him on any social media. I don't even know where he is now. So I wouldn't have a clue how to find him. But with all that to say, inside the box was like all sorts of pictures of him. Mm. It would be like his favorite band. It would be like a CD. It would be concerts we went to or movies we went to. Anything that had to do with him. It would be like, oh, a receipt from McDonald's that we got a medium fry right. I put in this <laughs> box like a crazy person I mean I have all that stuff too but it's not like a box specific too oh. but every single date or I mean I have 400 shoe boxes in the back here in the basement of like every single thing I've ever gone to but it wasn't specific to a person it's just like everything I want right. oh, I went here with Kirsty. I went here with Sarah I went here with Mike I went here with this person like it's all yeah. over so then she he picks up a picture in the box that she has photo, not Photoshop, but She's she like has taped. She taped a photo of her beside him, so it looks like they're a couple. Mm-hmm. And when I was in grade eight, my friend Christy and I were the only two people that had a digital camera. They were very, very new at this point, mm-hmm. and we found some program where you could basically Photoshop stuff, but it wasn't Photoshop, right? So I, we both, whoever we had a crush on, we both Photoshopped photos of ourselves. I love this onto them Mm -hmm. and the one of me and this guy he was this really cute skater boy his name was Aaron O'Toole shout out to Aaron O'Toole really cute hope you're well (laughs) I photoshopped myself like it looked like I was had my shoulder or my head on his shoulder and it looked so real and I would look at that picture often and it would actually bring me a sense of joy even (laughs) though I knew it wasn't real I'd be like, wow, it looks so real. That's amazing. Isn't that kind of psychotic? It's a little psychotic. I was going to say, I mean, I wrote down a story too. It's similar, but not as psychotic. I have Photoshop pictures of me and Jason Siegel. Oh yeah, I've seen that. That looks real too. And well, yeah. So I put up a picture. This is more university though, to be fair. But I was obsessed and still am obsessed with um, Jason Siegel. I love him. And I posted it as my Facebook picture. And people were like, oh my God, when did you meet him? When did you meet him? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And... I was like, oh, and I thought it was so great. I was so proud. I since have three. So I have three in total of me with Jason Siegel photoshopped. And I think they're pretty good, but it's not as creepy because like he's a celebrity. So I mean, it's still not not creepy, I guess. But yeah, um, I mean, it looks pretty real. Like my mom thought that was real. But at this point in the movie, we also find out about Jerry O'Connell or whatever (laughs) his name is. (laughs) His name is Jake. Oh, O'Donnell? Jake O'Donnell, I am pretty sure. So so he, <laughs> the cousin starts, oh, I'm sorry. So so while he's 
while Ben is looking in this box of creepy things, yeah. the cousin kind of runs into him. And they're not necessarily friends yet. But then Madison comes up. And she's about to catch them. But the cousin kind of like hides Ben. And this is where it establishes that the cousin's going to help her. Uh, sorry, help him. Because uh, Madison comes in and she's like, do you have company? Like, who are you talking to? And he's standing there by himself because Ben is hiding. And she's like, of course not. You have no friends. And then like goes away. No, she's such a bitch. So she's so horrible to her cousin. So then he's like, I'm going to help this guy. So somehow, I don't even remember what happens, but he gets him to go and he finds out about Jake O'Donnell or whatever his name is. And this is the guy that's waiting and I'm putting this air quotes waiting for Madison back in NYC and who's going to go play for the Mets and he's in a coma like he's on life support basically yeah so it doesn't say but we're assuming she did something to him yeah so he goes to visit this kid in like his it's not even a hospital it's like a home home I guess yeah. yeah and there's like a nurse and everything and she's like oh his girlfriend Madison is just expecting him to get up and come see her again or whatever so he realizes that this guy is someone that she had a prior obsession with I think as well and got him in a coma and then convinced them that they were boyfriend girlfriend like she was an acceptable so you, you girlfriend. don't think they were ever actually boyfriend girlfriend no I think it was the same kind of situation okay except then he ended up in a coma and wasn't able to say no this is not my girlfriend that's what i think so what's the psychology behind this though because this kind of thing happens in ghetto where she you find all these different pictures of mm-hmm. black guys that she's dated but you find out the horrific reason why she only dates black guys right mm-hmm. in this movie you find out she only has a thing for these top high school but, athletes i mean that's a thing constantly but i just don't get like i don't understand why she's so gravitated towards athletes and why she gets obsessed with She has obviously a problem and she becomes obsessed with athletes who are going to become something like, right? She, she says he's going to play for the Mets and, and Ben's character presumably is going to be the next Michael Phelps or the before Michael Phelps because Michael Phelps isn't a thing in 2002 yet. I don't think. I don't know. Um, So she becomes obsessed with this person, probably does a very similar thing to Jake that she did with Ben in terms of like seducing him, but then creeping him out. And he tries to get out of the situation and then he, he, it foreshadows his what's going to happen to him uh, yeah, if no, he I, doesn't do something about it. I don't know why it's athletes, but it's the same with, with celebrity stalkers. Like they get obsessed with Rihanna, and then the next thing you know, they're obsessed with Miley Cyrus, and it's just how they're obsessed. It's just how yeah, they are. I don't I know. I guess so. I guess I just was hoping for a reason. Like maybe her know, dad was a football player who like neglected her or something. I don't I know. I wanted know. some back. Like you don't really get a backstory with her no i want to know why she's crazy it's a little confusing because then she thinks she sees him at the hospital and she chases after him and she's like jake jake yeah and she's all like excited i'm hold on so she's at this point sorry she's at the hospital because she ran over oh, the girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> skipped a whole part so she she stole ben's car with the copied keys that we kind of brought up before and she runs over the girlfriend and she's now in the hospital. She's fine, but she's in the hospital. And so she's there, presumably to like really finish the deed or whatever. Yeah. She's dressed up in her doctor gown or whatever the yeah. hell it is. <laughs> and she's like literally outside of her room, about to go and kill her. And on the paging system, it says, Jake O'Donnell to the nurse's station. Jake O'Donnell to the nurse's station. And then she is obviously, I mean, it's a pretty common name. Yeah. So it's a little stupid that she even thinks anything of it. But whatever. She goes over to the nurse's station. She sees a man in his exact outfit so she goes that's him it's far away right so way down the hall yeah starts chasing after him she chases so far after him into the parking lot she goes jake turns out it's her cousin dressed yeah. up and then jesse uh excuse me ben comes out of nowhere and uh attacks her and is like about to strangle her she confesses and then this random character that we saw for 1.1 seconds the beginning of the movie is now the most important character in the movie and she's holding a video camera recording this entire thing yes so problem solved so the police come they realize that ben didn't do any of the things they thought he did they thought he killed his best friend they thought he ran over uh his girlfriend they thought he had steroids they thought he did this they thought he did that turns out none of it was the none of it was him they take her in the cop car and they're stopped at a train crossing and the ba- the cop in the back seat, which I don't understand why he's in the back seat. I know anyway, why is he sitting beside her in the back seat. This cop is one cop's driving, one cop's in the back seat with Erica Christensen, and he spills his coffee, and he's like, "Ooh," and he's all flustered, and then she fucking steals his gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a weird like. It just went from zero to a hundred. That's something that happens in this movie a lot. Zero yes. to a hundred, real, 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 yeah. real quick. And she shoots them. 
and uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. And then steals anyway, their cop car. She. I don't even remember what happens after this. Uh, well, here's what happens: is she oh somehow <laughs> she kidnaps the girlfriend a- Amy, who. So Ben's mom is a nurse, so I guess she goes to live with them for a bit, so she can be in constant care. I guess so. So Ben is now home with Amy and his mother. Madison comes, knocks the mom out, and kidnaps the girlfriend. The girlfriend is fully awake. And like she's a full size. And she's human. not like she's not paralyzed. She's <laughs> like, probably kicking and screaming while this girl's like it would be so hard to abduct someone of the same weight yeah, as you yeah, and height. Yeah. So she abducts her. So she takes her to the school pool again. She somehow has a key. She's not even a fucking swimmer, but anyway, fine. I guess she did copy his keys or whatever. And then she pages. Ben like has on a pager. A, on a pager, yeah. This is a big, big deal. Ben has a pager, and she pages him. Feel like a dip. So he goes to the pool, and Amy is tied to a off an office. No, I'm not sorry. She's not tied. She has handcuffs on to an office chair that is sunk to the bottom of the pool. Yeah. There's a lot of things that would need to have happened. She would have needed to get that chair out of her car, <laughs> then get Amy out of the car without her running off, and like somehow strap her down to handcuff her. And then push her in the pool. Like There's so many. And also, we all argued. We're like, that chair would so he j- dives in and tries to lift the chair up and we're like and he can't do it it's like a million pounds which i'm not saying it would necessarily be easy i can understand it being a little awkward but it would it, be easy no i don't think it would be easy because in water it wouldn't be obviously the same weight so he would just no, have to i understand push that it up. but i just mean it'd still be a little awkward but it's as though it weighs a million pounds yeah. anyway he pull he gets her out of the chair because he's got the bobby pin still Oh, that she told him to keep. He pulls the bobby pin out of his jean pocket while he's swimming and helps to unhook the yeah. handcuffs. So he does that, which is great. Frees her, pulls Madison into the pool, and as we remember, she can't swim. So she drowns. Great. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you, though, really quickly. So this kind of goes with... So he's saving his girlfriend, and he clearly knows first aid and swimming tactics and shit. Did you ever take swimming lessons in high school and junior high and stuff? I took swimming lessons when i was a child and hated Mm -hmm. it it would be on sunday mornings and i would cry i would be so upset that i had to go to swimming lessons in fact cut to when i'm about 12 and i'm at a big university swimming pool and my mom is watching me swim around during like a free swim Mm -hmm. with friends (laughs) and i have some kind of panic attack oh no where i suddenly forget how to swim Oh, that's terrifying. And I start to drown. No. And I'm splashing around, and a lifeguard had to jump in and save me. I got saved one time, too. <gasps> you did? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was so embarrassed. What happened with you? I don't really remember the details. I just remember. I think I, I think similar. Like, I, some, I, I took swimming lessons. Now, that being said, I took swimming lessons up until I was, like, 18. Like oh, I did, did you? Yeah. Like we, not, and by swimming lessons, I mean we did. Uh, maybe not 18. That's a little bit excessive. But certainly like 15 or 16 where it went to bronze cross oh. bronze medallion to become a lifeguard and shit so you're a good swimmer i'm a good swimmer but i'm not i i it was more of the my issue became i didn't care about the swimming that was fine i love swimming it was more of the like okay now let's practice cpr and you walk around the body the dead body and you go no fire no wire no gas no glass look up look down look yeah. all around you're looking for emergencies and then you have to work on oh this person has a cut this person has a broken bone how do you get them out of the pool like fuck that so but what i wanted to say is i was fine with swimming lessons for a long time and then it got to the point where it was bronze cross bronze medallion i yeah. think you're 16 or so in that i don't really remember and those are the things before you become a, a lifeguard. Yeah. And I was went with my friend Kat and we would do this. It was the point where it was like, you know, two weekends. It would be like six hours each day for two weekends. Yeah. And you got, then you got the course or whatever. Yeah. And I remember we got, now we're at the age where you're like 16. I don't want to be in a bathing suit in front of people, especially right. strangers. And there's guys there who are older. They're not that much older, but usually like they're 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. And you have to get partnered up because of course I was never partnered up with Catherine my friend and it was like okay Maddie you have to go be partnered with Paul and you have to go and he's gonna pretend to drown you have to go and lift him out of the pool and then give him pretend mouth to mouth and it didn't even have to be an attractive person it wasn't anything to do with that it was just like I don't want to do this to another human being at 16 and I'm sure he doesn't want it either like it was just horrible and I remember quickly quitting after that it was a horrible thing because you have to give them cpr and and now that's fine if for a girl doing it on a guy the other way around 
I would imagine they feel so uncomfortable because they have to find your like whatever this bone is on your chest. Yeah. And you're so it's right where your um ribs connect. I can't remember what it's called. Sternum? So, I think this so, is yeah. And then you have Scrotum? to go Yes, my scrotum. <laughs> your sternum, and you have to find. You have to go two inches above. Mm-hmm. So they're right on your tits at this point. Their right. their hands are right on your yeah. boobs, and you're 16 and 17. Yeah, and they are wearing very thin sh- swim shorts, and they're supposed to just be completely normal. Everyone's supposed to act like this is the most normal thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, it was. I hated it so much. Anyway, that sounds terrible. I was not worried about what the guys are doing or what the girls are doing. I was worried about trying to figure out how right. I can swim. I didn't need to be look gorgeous at all. I just needed to not look like a toe. <laughs> a toe. <laughs> so I was more concerned okay. on how many minutes we had left. Right. And how can I get out of here fast? Yeah. There should be some kind of thing like moving forward. Because I think most girls, especially at that age, are uncomfortable in a bathing suit. And if you want to pursue And a lot of lessons, guys too. A lot of guys. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. There were always the guys who wore t-shirts. Oh, yeah. And I felt so bad because they were clearly self-conscious of like whether it was because of their weight or because they had acne on their mm-hmm. chest or something. And I always felt so bad for these people that and I think it should be like a rule, especially if you're trying to pursue swimming. Everyone should have to wear like a wetsuit or something. Yeah, I agree. So you're not worried about your boobs falling out. You're not worried about your new pubes that are growing in. <laughs> you're not worried wow. about your acne. No, yeah. but that was the thing. Like I was yeah. always so self-conscious in a bikini because I was like, I just was like, oh my gosh, it'd be so embarrassing if like you can see something like, mm-hmm. because like I have dark hair. I mean, now I have it lasered off. So. Oh, we're really getting into the. Well, All right. but I was always self-conscious of that, right? So right. that was a huge part of why I didn't like to swim as a high schooler. So I'd be like... Oh, I told... Like, it, everything about it was... Also, I mean, the, and this is something shocking. We all know Maddie loves to talk. But in those situations, I did not. And when we would have to do... You did not what? Like to talk. Oh. And I, I wanted to chat about other things, of course. But when I, like, when we would do the out of the pool stuff where it would be the let's practice CPR or let's practice this. And it was like tests and okay, Maddie, we're all going to sit here and watch you perform CPR on this person. Go ahead. I don't want to do that. And you have to like bend over him. And And the thing is, it's a lot different if it was for school where it was great. It got to the point where I was like, this is not important enough for me to care about for me to risk my like mental state. Would you have pursued it further if you could have, everyone was wearing a wetsuit? I mean, not necessarily uh, like, uh, yes, if there was some sort of like, if we all wore a baggy dress or something, like, I don't know, if there was something that I didn't have to, like, if we all wore a a baggy uniform of some, because wetsuit would still accentuate all the things I don't want to accentuate. But it's kind of hard to swim when things are baggy. Yeah, I know. So if there was some sort of, I just remember because Kat also love her. I'm, and I was, you know, I'm, she's still one of my closest, closest people. It would be like, okay, we're doing a swim class. And I'd be like, please let me be partnered with Kat. But she was more interested in being part, partnered with a cute guy and stuff. I see. Because she's such an outgoing, gor- she's the most gorgeous face in the world. And like, she's so funny and has cute fucking freckles. Like, she's adorable. Yeah. And uh, she was more interested in partnering with the cute guy. And I was like, right. all right, I'll just be partnered with the uh, teacher or yeah. worse, this strange person. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, so... Um, I just wanted to get out of that scenario in total. I got to the second last level. Wow. So I think it's bronze something, bronze medallion, bronze cross. I don't know what it is. I'm legit a bad swimmer. And there was a time where I, I know I just said I almost drowned in a pool, but I was, I didn't almost drown because there was lifeguards everywhere. Right. But there was a time when I was a teenager where I was tubing with the boy that I liked. Okay. And this is, this was a church thing so that our church leader brought us to her home for the weekend and she lived in a beautiful home on the lake so it was pretty sick like her basement was like had like a theater and stuff Mm -hmm. so she takes us tubing okay Mm -hmm. and i go on with the guy i like and we're not wearing life jackets first of all okay there's your first problem so this woman who was our church leader was odd there's no question about it i knew she was even at that age but she was like cool so Mm. we were like whatever she seems cool so she's driving the boat around and going pretty fast and we hit a huge wave and we fall off okay Mm -hmm. and (laughs) she thinks it's a funny joke to drive back to the cottage (gasps) and leave us in the middle of the lake oh we're not wearing life jackets so i think she's gonna come back soon but she doesn't she never comes back so i'm there out there with this guy 
And I'm like, I'm not a good swimmer. I don't know what to do. And he was like, swim on your back. Okay. And I was like, okay. And I, but I'm panicking mm-hmm. as you do. So I'm like on my back and I'm like, I don't know how long I can do this. Like it's far. It took us half an hour. Oh my God. And he luckily was a really, really good swimmer. And he basically dragged me for <laughs> half an hour and made sure I didn't drown. And then we get back to the cottage. I'm so tired. I get out and I'm like oh pretty God. shaken up, shaken yeah. up, shaken up. And I get back in there. They're like, everyone's just like cooking burgers and having dinner. Like, where have you been? And I was like, are you serious? We we were we swam all the way back, and then the church lady is like laughing. She's like, ah, you guys. You almost died. Can you I imagine? I almost died. Can you just imagine for one moment? And thank God this did not happen. But can you imagine if something worse had happened, and then she had to go to your fucking mom and dad and be like, "Excuse me, sorry. I know. I played a trick. I'm a church leader. I played a trick on a girl." That was a crazy, crazy, crazy. That's day. insane. Pretty good. So what uh, what would you rate the movie? Um, I would rate this movie a six and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would say about seven. Okay. Six and a half. Yeah, seven. I say seven. Okay. Who'd you relate to the most? Um, I think we know. Well, I guess the stalker girl. <laughs> but I relate to the stalker girl because of her. She likes to cut out clippings of mm-hmm. the guys that she likes. <laughs> and... And keep things mm-hmm. as memories, but I don't know. Probably like Jason Ritter, because he's just like yeah. He's just <laughs> he's like, there for five seconds. He's there for five seconds, and he's just like, hey man, oh mm-hmm. good luck at the meet, man. He's just like so supportive. Yeah. Not that I'm like, oh I'm so nice, but I just feel like that would have been me. Yeah, I got that. What about you? I relate to the girl at the end who's holding the video camera because I was holding a video camera for most oh. of high school. Yeah, and she didn't really speak. Yeah, that part's not accurate. <laughs> and for Six Degrees of Leo... Right. I'm going to do this. Je- Jesse Bradford was in Bring It On mm-hmm. with Kirsten Dunst, mm-hmm. who was in Eternal Sunshine with Spotless Mind, mm-hmm. with Kate Winslet. Oh, who was, everything just goes back to Katie, eh? <laughs> who was when... Uh, a little Titanic movie called Titanic and Revolutionary Road. All right, Carla, it's your turn to pick the next. No, one. it's always my turn. I picked Swim Fan, man. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it's Carly's gonna pick the next movie. Okay, I picked the next movie. What is it? Can't buy me love. Which I am confused whether that's the movie with Patrick Dempsey or with Nick Cannon. No, that's um, Love Don't Cost a Thing. Oh, so this is Yeah, this Patrick. is Patrick Dempsey. Patrick, yeah, Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey is a teenager. Another Grey's Anatomy alumni. Oh, for the love. Cool. So thanks for listening to this episode of Teenage Dirtbags. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Teenage Dirtbags with a Z. No, that's not right. Teenage Dirtbags podcast with a Z. Yep. Wait, did I say that right? Fuck it. You know what it is. And uh, <laughs> our Twitter is Podcast Teenage, where we don't post anything. But maybe we'll start if we have people following. I don't know if people use Twitter or whatever. Who cares? YOLO. YOLO. 420 Blaze It. Bye. Bye. Bye.